a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. your continued support of our sponsors we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads click that amazon banner on pole mx to help us out and donate via patreon if it suits you and as always enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us original moto podcast featuring legends of the past stars of today season previews and race reviews introspection opinion facts and laughs here's your host steve mathis welcome everybody to the fly racing racer x podcast this is the monster energy cup review show Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks to the folks at flyracing.com. Please check them out on the web. Go to your local dealer and order some fly racing. And uh, they released a uh, limited edition coral gear this weekend that all the fly racing riders were in. And you certainly couldn't, uh, couldn't really miss it. So thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. That's available now for you to get. Fly Formula Helmet, uh, the Coral Gear, the FR5 boot, uh, Fly Racing's got you covered head to toe. Thanks to those guys for making it happen. Alpine Stars as well. The Tech 7 is the boot of choice for myself. Absolutely love it. Fits me great. Uh, Tech 10, the most advanced booty motocross today. You'll see that on the feet of uh, Eli Tomac, Justin Barsha, and uh, probably about 75% of the other racers out there. They choose Alpine Stars. Thanks to Maxis as well. MXST, uh, used by AJ Catanzaro and Supercross, developed by McGrath. Uh, Max's tires, whether it's mountain bikes, light trucks, trailers, Max's tires will have you uh, covered. So please check them out. We're going to do a, a giveaway and a code for Max's coming up real soon. So stay tuned for that and uh, get some new rubbers. Why don't you? Thanks to those folks uh, on the line to discuss Monster Energy Cup and all that went down in Las Vegas on Saturday night. First up from Racer X Online, he's my boss. He's a voice of motocross. He's a voice of GNCC. He's a voice of quad racing. He's a voice of endurocross. He's a voice of Geneva. He's a voice of truck racing. He's a voice of whatever you want him to be the voice of if you're paying. It's Jason Wygant. Yeah. What's up, Weege? Well, no one was paying in uh, Vegas, so I didn't go. Yeah, you didn't go. You sent Mitchie, who I never never saw Mitchie once ever anywhere. He was in the press box. Uh, Not that I saw. I looked for him. Didn't see him. Maybe not. I only knew because Wheels was sending me updates. Wheels, who no longer works for us, but was more than happy to be letting me know what was going on. And there was Mitch sitting next to him. So I don't know. Was Mitchie? They were, they were all there, but I'm sure. Oh, so you saw Mitchie. You yes. saw, I was going to say, did Mitchie get hammered and just do it from the TV show from his hotel room? But no, he was there. Yeah. That was 100% the goal. That was the assignment to get hammered and maybe to the point where it would affect his job. Yep. But uh, he somehow was there. I saw. Uh, verified photographic yeah. proof he was in the press box. Okay, because if you work for Racer X, part of your uh, breaking in is going to Vegas and having shit go completely sideways. Yeah, so yeah. that was actually the assignment. Right. They're working on a magazine story today. They'll go to the print uh, by the end of the week. Uh, yeah. Yes, he did a good job. The seven party and the monster party. Yeah. That, that almost did him in. Okay, good to yep. hear. Yeah, good to hear. Yep. Also yep. on the line from Fly Racing, uh, flyracing.com. He's still in town. He's going to do the Pulp MX show tonight with me to discuss the MEC and more. It's JT. What's up, JT? Not too much. I, uh, I've i actually done zero partying this weekend. 
uh, and I feel great about it. No hangovers. Been up early every morning, uh, like a like a real adult. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Good job. Um, what's been the response to the Coral LE gear? It's been good. Uh, I was pretty neutral. Like I, I like it. Um, you know, it's always uh, when you go out, you step out a little bit on color wise. Um, you open yourself up to people, you know, loving it or hating it. It gets a little polarizing. Um, but I, I liked it. Um, and the response has been really good. So for me, that's, that's a positive. Uh, I always get scared when we take some chances that people are going to hate it. And I really haven't heard anything like that. So I'm pumped but on that. The problem I think with the gear is it looks better in person than in photos because of the color. It totally does. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, the, the, whatever the, you know, just the photo, the coral, I don't know what, whatever it is. It, it just, you released it in photos and I'm like, okay, it looks good. I saw it in person. I'm like, oh, looks better. Yeah. I think it's really hard to get that level of brightness right. to show up. Uh, show up in photos so uh yeah on the track it looked great um it's a tough event for us we always seem to struggle to get our our marquee guys at this race whether it's zach osborne or blake baggett or go down the list uh, so yeah benny bloss was was the main 450 you know factory level guy in it and uh luckily for us we had some uh some amateur guys which tend to step up for us every year at this event to get that stuff on tv oh weege there's a lot of fly guys wearing the LE stuff. In case you oh. were wondering. In case you were so wondering. they're willing to sponsor they're willing to give a out lot the of L- riders? The LE gear to a lot of people. They had LE. Wait. LE How stuff. LE is the LE then? It's, it's still it unlimited? <laughs> no, unlimited. No, no, no. It's limited. But oh, limited, it's limited. Okay. Limited to 15 guys on the track. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> JT, that's a small part of the actual audience that buys gear, correct? That is still limited. 15 riders? Yeah, that's yes. a small audience for okay. how many people we, we need to buy this gear, yes. Oh, okay. oh so, so you make more than 15 sets, you're saying? Yes, yeah, okay, a couple right. more. Yeah. Um, okay, all right. Uh, you know what? Uh, um, I'm tempted to start the podcast with uh, a complete review of the Super Mini class. Uh, Rockstar Husky signing a new rider. Um, I'm very supportive of the amateurs. I feel like the amateurs really put the show on. So I'm, I'm tempted to start with that super mini class because that really grabbed everybody's attention. Oh, look, signing a 15-year-old on a super mini to like a long-term factory deal, you're cool with this? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Really? It's fine, yeah. Oh. No, I, I see no problem with that. You want to groom him, you want to give him some time, all of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just have a factory rider, race winner as his dad, coaching, riding with other professional-level riders all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah, good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. If you want to let him race some 250 Nationals right now, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah, let, let him get his feet wet. Oh, low. okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. All right. Um, now, we'll, we'll touch on Evan Ferry here shortly. I got to interview him after the race. It was very uh, depressing. Um, hey, look, I, I'll be honest. I, I told my wife that if this race, before the race, I told my wife, if this race was not in Vegas, I would not go. Uh, I, I, did, I looked at the riders um, that were showing up. Um, that were not racing, and the ones that were not racing, um, what did we have? We had um, one, two, three, uh, four. Uh, did we have four factory riders? Am I missing anybody? We had we had Dean I Wilson. We had more than, Dean Wilson depends on how you Geyser, our, Tim, Dean Wilson Geyser, uh, and the two monster Cincerillo, monster Cali Tomac, Plessinger, Barsha. Ah, six. Okay, yeah, forgot the Yamaha guys, which actually. Looking at their night, it was easy to see how I could forget them. But uh, six, so six factory riders, um, and not many other everybody else there. It was all going to go down uh, with uh, Eli Tomac sweeping all three mains, winning a million dollars, 
and AC probably getting on the podium and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I was not excited. But I have to say, after going there, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, if you're felled, you're stoked because you didn't give away the million dollars. Eli didn't win. The kid won in his first race. And all in all, I think it probably turned out the best possible way that it could for the folks at Feld. And and it was a good show. That last main event. Oh, and Mookie won it. Mookie won a main event. Everyone loves Mookie. So that last main event, I'll start with you, Weege. Like it was it was a good, but it, it yeah, I was not pumped. And at the end of the night, I'm I'm okay. It was a decent it was a good race. Yeah, some of these Vegas races, man, I think I, I think it almost becomes like a sport to to take some shots and we've even at the Vegas finale when the title's been wrapped up, we've made fun of that we were more interested in watching the dig dugs and the side of the track than the racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's probably a little mean spirited. Well, it's a lot mean spirited in us, but it's probably not aimed in the right direction. Like as a promoter of the race, what are you going to do? You can't help it if the title gets wrapped up early. And I mean, I'm sure they want Anderson, Roxon, Muscan, Webb to race. They didn't. Uh, so they end up almost like taking the brunt. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be a really awesome show, guys. They're aware that it would be better if those guys were there. Uh, but in the end, watching the way that last lap went, the Joker Lane strategy was an actual factor, and it was two guys battling, and whoever won won the hundred grand. You really can't ask for anything no, better than that. So no. I, yeah, well, so I well, feel like and, if you're going to make fun of it, you you got to accurately, then we got to praise it accurately, yeah. and that was awesome. And they didn't have to pay out the million dollars, which is also good for them, right? But, yeah, and by the way, uh, we all know, we, we kind of knew this, but I think we all know clearly now, I do. That is just straight up Feld pays that million dollars. There is no insurance. Monster doesn't pay it. Feld straight up pays that. So, woo. Yeah. yeah. That was very good for them. Bullet dodged with Eli in that yes. second main. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it was uh, – JT, I was legitimately – I don't think I was on the edge of my seat. That's just really, like, just a phrase. Uh, but I was on the edge of my seat, uh, figuratively, I guess, um, uh, that last main event. It was cool. Yeah, it was good. Um I think if you could draw it up as having the last race, all three guys going in tied, <laughs> yeah, they would love that uh, because we've seen a few years now where, you know, even the year, the year Marvin won, it was kind of uncontested. Um, at least with Eli, there was some drama. You know, the Savachi thing is still ongoing via podcast. Um, but, yeah, this was uh, – this was a good race, and the and the guys that you wanted to see out front got out front and gave us ten great laps and uh, kind of a, a monster show. Two monster supported riders, so yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it was a little underwhelming as far as star power. I think everybody could agree on that. But given that, it was best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, and and the kid won, like the rookie, the hyped up kid that everybody likes. Uh, he won. He's won his first four fifty race, like much like he won his first two fifty supercross race too. But um. I don't know if this one counts. It doesn't really in the record book, but you know what I mean? So, like, even the winner was cool. It was. It gives all of us an off-season to talk and chat and everything else. So, um, did you think, Weege, that AC was going to be able to hold him off? Because I did not. Once he, once Tomac got him, I'm like, oh, boy. Like, No, I didn't either. Yeah. Uh, Tomac caught him fairly handily, and I know in your post-race interview with Adam, uh, you talked about the the – the best passing spot out there. Monster Cup is tough to pass because they do make the track a little bit easier. Yeah. And we don't have whoops and some of the rhythms are tamed down. You know, all the good guys can do the same rhythm. So it is hard to pass. But there was that one, you know, inside triple outside or outside triple inside, not triple that worked. But 
Adam kind of had it, like a counter figured out. Um, yeah, but was, I did think it was a matter of time. I yeah. did think it was a matter yeah. of time, and it, it wasn't. Yep. He, yep. W- that was interesting, JT, to watch the cat and mouse game. AC goes inside, uh, single double. Uh, Tomac goes outside, triples. The next lap, AC goes outside. Tomac goes uh, inside. And then the next lap, you know, AC checks up when he goes outside. He, you know, it was really interesting to watch. And AC managed to triple onto that dragon's back thing. Um, when he would go inside, and that helped him. He mentioned it in, in the post-race uh, podcast I did with him. Um, that was before he started doing big James impersonations, and I just stopped. I said, we got to wrap this up before before you just keep getting yourself in trouble. But, <laughs> uh, you know, that was interesting, JT, that whole cat and mouse game right there. Yeah, I, I really think, though, that teammates played a role a little bit because the one time that Tomac kind of had the pass made, he didn't get super aggressive. Mm-hmm. And I think he left the door open a little bit because it's like, ah, I can't get a, I can't, you know, slam the door here for my teammate. Um, but then Adam countered and I think Eli is probably kicking himself today for just being like, you know what? I should have just went in there and bumped him out of the way and not allowed him to triple back past Mm -hmm. me. Yeah. But I think he was just being nice thinking he had him and, you know, kudos to Adam. Like all you can do is, is take the opportunities that are given to you. But I really think Eli kind of took it easy because he felt like he didn't want to do anything too crazy with his teammate but who's to say say he does get a little crazy with adam and gets by him adam would go inside the next lap maybe so yeah maybe so i mean i i feel like eli was the fastest guy and in hindsight when you're looking back and you know you had a chance to make a a hard pass there and i'm I'm just gonna say make the pass count and stick and he didn't um Looking back today, he's probably like, dang it, I should have just gone in there and got it done. Um, but, yeah, like I said, that's Adam doesn't care about any of that. that he, yeah. you know, he can't control any of that. I just think Eli left something on the table in that pass. Well, also, and uh, again, i got to give credit, we sometimes take shots at the TV announcing crew, but Carmichael got it right. We do? One we op- do? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, did we ever say that? I, we I, ever? No? Who are you talking to? Oh, okay. Never happened. Amateurs. Uh, Amateurs, broadcast crew. It's 2020. It's a new. It's, it's a all new, good. It's new. Steve loves it all. Yeah, it's good. Steve loves it all. <laughs> uh, Tomac, one of the first shots he had at it, he overjumped off the. He had the inside. They were side by side. He overjumped off the dragon and fa- he should have doubled off, but mm-hmm. he two and a half it. Yep. And that was just enough for Adam on the outside to edge him. So, but it was cool to know. Yeah. I mean, the race came down to that. Yeah, if he yeah. had been a tad bit more aggressive here and there. If he hadn't faced that jump one time, but that's like watching uh, a, a playoff game, you know, yeah. it really does sometimes come down to one moment, and, and it did. And JT, I was wondering, I was—I don't know if I brought it up to Adam after the race, maybe privately I did, but I was almost like, "Hey, Adam, duck into the Joker lane early because this dude's all over you, and that's when you're going to make a mistake." So, so you know, it's it's Eli Tomac, it's the shark, you know, hunting you down, um, and the fastest supercross rider we have. So, Adam, duck into this Joker lane. Give yourself a breather and then haul balls when you get out of the Joker lane. Um, but he didn't. But that almost would have been a strategy, JT. The Joker lane could have almost been like a legit strategy. Do you think so, though? Because I wonder if if he does that early and yep. he lets Eli go by, yeah, and then and then Eli is able to put in his fastest laps unimpeded. Maybe yeah, he yeah, can make yeah, up. Yep. No, no, no. For sure. Time. Yeah. Ultimately, what Adam chose was right because it worked. Yeah. But I was almost like, dude. Get in there because you're going to make a mistake because this guy's all over you, like literally all over you. So, um, 
And yeah, and, and it was awesome. Eli took it a lap earlier than Adam. So then when Adam took it, here comes Eli around. Like, dude, you couldn't ask for more drama. Yeah, and I think Eli knows there, if he follows him, he's not going to be able to make a pass in the joke line because it's all sand and crappy, right? So his his best chance was to go one lap early and hope to set one faster lap, and he almost got it done, right? They came out, like, side by side. Um, but, yeah, it was a great race, high drama. Um, but like I said, looking back, I feel like Eli is probably kicking himself here yeah. sitting on a Monday. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um Joker Lane was good. Credit to Adam, by the way, in that last lap. Like, I thought even as soon as Eli went in, I'm like, you give him one free lap, he'll yeah. make up enough time because I did think right. he was faster. But I think Adam really uh, – that dude, that Joker Lane, I, I'm sure we'll talk about it. It was ridiculous how difficult it was. Yeah. But Adam probably did it as well as anyone did, and it was, again, just enough. Like, in one lap, he had enough speed. He didn't get eaten up. Right. So that was, I, that was clutch. I was a bit surprised – uh, JT, did you see Eli go long in, in practice on that rhythm where Tixier and Dean crash? And we'll, we'll cover them in a second. But did you see Eli forget, kind of go three and a half there? Yeah, and I also saw both he and Cincerillo, the first lap of one of the time qualifiers, almost do the same thing that both of those two did. Right. I mean, clip it to the point where I like, I caught, had to catch my breath because I was like, oh my God. And it was before either of those two guys crashed. Yeah. I was like, oh my um, gosh, those guys almost crashed. And then, of course, we see the, right. the big ones well, later. But I was what I was getting to was so Eli did that. It was it was almost a big one. Weege. he went like three and a half. No, he would have went four and a half. Um, Is he, it in practice? Or yeah, in, one in, in, the in race? practice. No, in practice. Oh, so okay. I didn't so it was, yep. and he made mention of it in the, in the interview afterwards. And it was like kind of just you don't know what he was thinking. And then he crashes in that second main, and that was a pretty good one. You know, it wasn't wasn't a tip over. Um, a little, little, little odd to see Eli do that, to make mistakes like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what I when I look at this race, I always think that you see a lot of strange things, uh, because to me, no one's really prepared for this race. Uh, to be honest, I, I thought Adam put in the most work just from looking, watching Instagram, and seeing who's actually riding and. You know, he's got this big change jumping on the 450 and switching teams and all these things. So it would make sense that he would be really prepared and yeah. have put in time. But to see guys make uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic mistakes at this race doesn't really surprise me because I don't feel like anybody's really that ready. Like they haven't gone through their boot camp. Yeah. They haven't really put in a lot of laps on Supercross. You're going to see these oddball things. Uh, and, and I'm sure we'll get to it. But it's kind of the same thing like somebody mentioned or I, I saw on Twitter or something like how do you if you're Yamaha, how do you possibly defend your riders getting beat by Geyser? And when I look at it, I'm like, I doubt these guys have really been riding. No, you know, Geyser's coming really Geyser's matters, coming yeah. off a season. He just rode motocross the nations. Then he went straight to California to test for this race. So he's kind of still in his zone where Plessinger just got married. You know, these guys are nowhere near well, any kind of regular season form right now. Does anybody put stock in these results when it comes to Anaheim? No, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what, like that's what I mean. I like, got I don't think anybody's really unless you're in contract here and you're like yeah. out there going for a ride. Yeah. I think it's just like, yeah, let's let's put some laps in before, no big deal, and then let's go have some fun and then we'll, you know, start November um, one, it's go time. Weege, can you think of one Monster Energy Cup result that carried over to Anaheim one where you're like, Yeah, yeah, that guy killed it at Monster Cup and he killed it that like, you know, can you think of one example of where you were like thinking of Monster Energy Cup results come the next supercross season? 
Weege? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> we, we lost him. Oh, there he is. He's back. Weege, it's on mute. Unmute yourself. Oh, boy. It wouldn't be our podcast without. Okay, JT, I'll, I'll pose that same question to you. Yeah, I was going to go. Uh, I'm going to go Millsaps, Kawasaki debut. Oh, yeah. Real, really <laughs> propelled him to a strong season. Yeah, exactly, right? He wins the Monster Cup. You're like, oh, God. It's a new saps, and then how did that go, right? So yeah, not well. Uh, not well, not well at all. Um, uh, hey, so three tracks, three starts, two tracks backwards. Believe the hype. Where were you at on that, JT? That whole concept. I thought it was okay. Um, you know, I like uh, I like thinking outside the box a little bit because, and you know, Feld probably wouldn't be thrilled with this take, but. You know, the races felt a little stale, and I, I think they really had to take some chances and add some variety to it to get any level of interest because, you know, we go to this race two times a year, and you're missing all this star power. You're missing guys like Roxon and all the, you know. So if you don't do something different, how are you going to get people amped well, for this but, race? Well, no, I, I don't think that's totally fair because they didn't announce that. They didn't. When they announced all the track stuff, they didn't know who was racing, who wasn't. So no, but I'm saying they. I think that's been the same every year, though. Like they, they have a hard time getting everybody to show up. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Right. And this was this was maybe the worst, but it's always been that way. It's always difficult to get everybody to come out. Right. So I I commend it. Um, I don't know if it was the perfect scenario as far as having all these tracks that guys got to learn backwards and forwards and all that stuff. But I'm always going to be okay with a little bit of change here and there, especially at this race, you know, doing the, yep. the audio equipment, having try new stuff. Like this is a, it's a perfect platform to try things that maybe you're unwilling to, or are going to have too much pushback to do okay, in a series did type it, scenario. Did it work? Yeah. I don't, I don't see why not. I mean, you, you had some big crashes like Dino, but I don't think that was because the track was going the wrong direction. Um, I think there were some, some outside factors that happened with that. There's always going to be big jumps and always things that you can get hurt on. But overall, yeah, I don't see why it wouldn't have worked. Okay, we're back. We had to pause it to restart Weege's computer. Weege, you're back. Did the did the I guess <laughs> I, I don't even know. Did don't the know. did the three starts two tracks thing work for you? I didn't think it did at first, but looking back at it, I know that. Uh, JT, I guess you're saying some of the mistakes you saw riders make were due to the just they're not in tip-top sharpness. But I think some of them, the the Tomac mistake in the very first race and such, like wasn't that a result of them mismemorizing some of the lanes a little bit? That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said. And I don't remember ever hearing, I don't know how those guys, or should I even say JT, you guys, I don't know how you guys memorize each section. But I don't recall a guy at Tomac's level ever saying, like, yep, I just forgot, like, what jumps were coming. So I've got to assume that it was a bit of a factor there. Uh, it could. It, it could, for crazy. sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's the only time they've got to learn two tracks on the same night. So if that's what he says, then well, I think we have to take it at face yeah. value. My, my joke was these guys forget to take the Joker lane. So how the hell are they going to remember yes. two tracks or three starts and all of that, you know? So, um, Weege, any, any results? From Monster Cup that ever, you know, stuck with you. Yeah, that, that was the question I was trying. I was yeah, screaming yeah. here right, trying to right. answer, but you couldn't hear me. <laughs> right. the, the only, <laughs> the only one I can think of that maybe you could read into was Barsha did win 
Uh, I think that was wait that was been 12, was that his rookie year? He won twelve and then won and then some. It, right? Then he started really good as a rookie in Supercross that year. And yep. Then it went off the rails uh, quickly. But you could say that. Yeah. But honestly, when the race has been held nine times, and that's you could barely come up with one example. JT, I think here's the difference when you're talking about these Yamaha guys. You know, probably not having ridden much. I think you know because you've experienced this and you've been around other guys who've experienced it. I think the fans on the outside just think. The riders are who they are. If Roxon and Dungey show up for Monster Cup, it's the same Ryan Dungey, Ken Roxon that you get the other 12 months of the year. But only you know, because you've lived it, that even though they might be there and they might be on their bikes and they might be wearing their standard gear, it's not for everyone. It's not actually the same guy. So the difference between off-season form and on-season form, I think, is lost on a lot of people because they look the same. But I think what you're saying is, yeah, Plessinger might have been on a number seven Yamaha. Barsha might have been on a 51 Yamaha. This is not the same guy you'll see at Anaheim. Yeah, they're just not as razor sharp. You know, they haven't gone through boot camp. They've probably been doing a lot of normal life living for the month of September, which is great. They need that. They need to just kind of reset and recharge. Um, but yeah, for the average person, yes, they're going to be much, much better than you still. And they're still crazy good at racing dirt bikes. But the wow. the sharp the sharpness and that extra couple of percent of speed and intensity and all that they just don't have right now the uh the cowie guys told me that after the season they told eli you take a month off do not ride a dirt bike don't do anything you need a month off so yeah Yeah, i think that's pretty normal for for most guys september is kind of like you know go do your own thing and yeah some guys some guys do it some don't but yes that's generally the consensus for september yeah so you know there is that to your point so then we're saying adam you know, he had to adjust to the 450, so he got on it almost immediately. So he's four or five weeks more riding than Eli probably yeah. at this point. So you just got to be careful of going crazy if anyone's like, "Whoa, yeah, maybe so, Adam's the better guy on this team." <laughs> oh, like you, you gotta, like you were texting yesterday about plots for themes for this podcast. Yeah, yeah, Adam's yeah, yeah. a favorite for the title. Right, Tom right. going to quit. Um, Kenny will move over. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So we we've been talking about Adam obviously on the Pulp Show and stuff. Uh, my predictions are he'll has, he'll set a lot of uh, not a lot, but he'll set some fastest qualifiers. He'll win some heats. He'll get some podiums, but I don't think he grabs a win. Uh, that's my prediction for twenty twenty. Um, is I mean that doesn't change. Does, does Adam's MEC ride do anything for your guys's twenty twenty Supercross prediction show that I'll be watching? <laughs> well, not not for me. Yeah. yeah, not for me. Yeah, yeah me neither. Uh, right. I still think podiums, you know, if, if everything comes together for him, he could win a race, oh, I guess. Yeah, of course. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, th- I think this is what we expected anyway. Yeah. Listen, he, he's always been fast in Vegas. You know, let's take this past May out of the equation because that was a, kind of a weird one, obviously, with the pressure there. But he had won that shootout race a couple times before that. So the writing was on the wall for him being good at this race. And we know he's going to be fast anyway. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's yeah. going to be – 20 minutes plus a lap versus 10 laps. So, yeah, it kind of just reinforced what we thought. Anything for you, Weech? No. No. And, again, I think fans listening to this would be like, what? He just beat Tomac. How does that not rise his stock? But I think we just know better than to read too much into this race. I feel like the first couple rounds are going to make all the difference. If he has a couple of good races and is, like, near the podium or sniffing the podium right off the bat, then I think his whole goal and everything changes like, wait, Maybe I can win one of these. If it's a little bit more of a struggle, then I think he just settles in for taking what he can get. Right. Uh, I think he can win a race. But, no, I, I, I'm not saying he's 
I, I think the hype is a little bit too crazy right now on right. The expectations. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's a rookie. Most rookies have problems. That's that's how it usually goes. His gear looked good, huh, Weege? Yeah, I did. I don't know how the people keep – look, as you know, I'm not the biggest uh, I, That's where fan. I'm going with this, yes. You do not like retro gear. All the companies should stop. It's terrible. Yes, got it. Yeah, I had a conversation with Davey about this this morning. There's so much retro stuff out there. Here's my theory on why there's so much retro. In this world today, it's very hard to get anyone to agree on anything. But when you put something retro, it gets almost universal love. People that hate it aren't going to weigh in. No one's going to say, why are they bringing back old stuff? I want new stuff. They will say, that looks tight. So I think people are okay. way too far into the retro thing because it's the only thing you can do where you get universal positive feedback. <laughs> All right, uh, so it's still not happening. I, all right. No. Hey, I love Chicken's Fox gear back in the day. I watched all those races. I love those races. I'm not a new school guy, but I've never been sold on this retro thing. The sport is big now. It is bigger now than it was then. It is. Riders were tougher. Riders were faster. The sport was better. Yeah. Yeah. Go look at the photos when you had 17,000 people in the stands at Supercross. Golden era. By by the way, the attendance was light at this race. Light, huh, JT? Wasn't the strongest turnout I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, that comment. It was, uh, yeah. Um, All right. Uh, I mean, okay, so Malcolm Stewart, third overall, uh, won the second one. Uh, Vince Freeze, at one point, I was tweeting in all caps, this is the MCR Honda World Domination or something like that on Racer X, because Freeze was leading and Malcolm was was battling with him. Like, both guys were really impressive. Vince led laps. Like, seriously, he led laps, people. Uh, And Mookie got third overall in one one main event, like, we pretty impressive for both guys. Yeah, it was awesome. And, and watching at home, it was an uh, army of Hondas, uh, especially off the starts. There were four or five guys. Guys who had good starts. Martin had good starts. They both had good starts. It was like a Honda show for a little while. So now we have to figure out all the variables, right? Like, uh, Freeze is a good starter. Again, everybody's at different levels of prep. Not all the good guys were there. They're short races. The track is different. Is it all those factors? Or were they just awesome? Like to me, that's really the, that's really the thing yeah. you've got to yeah. figure out. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's good to see though. It's awesome. Uh, Mike Genova told me that I'll be over at their truck quite a bit this year, and they will be called the Factory Killers. They're, they're, they're not factory. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just told, telling you what I was told. Factory Killers. Okay. All right. They are though. If they're not factory, they are the Factory Killers. Right, sure. <laughs> I, I'm, um, I'm confused. Yeah, <laughs> just just roll with it. I don't have my hot tub yet, so I was rolling with it too. Like I was like, "Yep." Hey, wait, does yep. Brayton leaving actually does that cha- change? Change? I, I don't know. Yeah, it could it could? I, I don't really know. I didn't look, check out their, their parts on their bike. I wasn't close enough to that. I was just trying to get my hot tub deal done, which is still in limbo. Didn't so. Brayton have other stuff? Brayton had factory uh, clamps and suspension, but right, you know. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe they're less factory now. I don't know. I saw a show a guy hanging out there, so I think they still have factory suspension. Okay. Okay. Anyways, uh, JT, both rise by both guys. Really good to see. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, Vince Freezy is one of the best starters ever, right? Up there with Alessi and Jeff Emig. And, and honestly, he, he's not going to ever get the fanfare because his results aren't there, you know, for that level. But seriously, if you just look at his starts – I don't know how much better they can get. I mean, he yeah. is absolutely on that level. Um, so, yeah, you you put yourself in a great position. And his riding was fine. Like, he rode really well. He got fourth overall. Great job to him. 
but he put himself in a position to succeed every single time, and you see the results that come with that. Um, okay, so Geyser showed up again. He had Supercross suspension, so that was a much better start than it was before. And actually, his hometown is listed as Milan, Italy. We know he's from Slovenia. So that, JT, that makes, point. That makes I guess, the um, when I was saying the live announcer is saying he's Italian. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, Garibaldi yeah. probably uh, yeah. listed there. But, but, so, but first of all, can they we gotta talk, know be- they got to know better. Can we talk about the they live announcers? Can we talk about the yes. live announcers? I would, I would love for you to talk about the live announcers. Oh, I, only me. You're only going to let me do it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't look. They always roll out new people for this race, or they don't always, but they have in the past. And Lurch was there, and Lurch knows what's going on. And I don't know where the other guys came from. I think there was two. Maybe there was just one. I think there was two. Two other guys and Lurch. They were. I don't know where they came from. I don't know if they came from Disney on Ice or Monster Trucks or anything, but they should be embarrassed by their live announcing. Like, and I and Felt should be embarrassed that they dropped some guys in that knew nothing, apparently, about our sport because it was horrendous, Wygant. Horrendous what these guys were saying. They should be arrested for impersonation of an announcer. <laughs> Is, I don't even know if that's a crime. Who are these guys? I don't you know. Have no, idea. no idea. Last names were pronounced wrong. Geysers from Italy. At some point, someone on Twitter told me that they were saying the riders' numbers were the number of points they had. So like no. it was like Barsha fifty one on the live timing or whatever, and so they were saying Barsha has fifty one points. Oh, <laughs> it was pretty bad, man. I, I I'm trying to avoid burying them uh, because we don't have all the info. We don't even know who they were, but it was it was bad. I'll, I'll just say that. And if you were there, then I don't need to tell you that. It's pretty obvious. And there I are just how do you how do you hundreds do that? of tweets. There are hundreds of tweets out there. People just asking WTF. It was it was what? honestly that bad. What? Did, they, did, did they not say, hey, guys, you need to get up to sport speed on our sport? Did they win a contest? I do know the amateur side. Um, they obviously took some chances and put some people into the broadcast team that probably don't have the experience or the knowledge base of this sport to do it. And unfortunately, it was very apparent. Would so. Would NASCAR or NFL or NHL or anybody else do what that, that just happened? Would they ever do that? The answer is no. So why are we doing it? That's well, all. this is technically an off-season race, so I think it's a little different to compare that. I think they used this to experiment. Maybe the track going backwards is good or bad. Maybe the Joker lane is good or bad. It was um, horrendous. Three different starts, good or bad. Hey, throwing it out there. Listen, I'm but the team, the team was there. The team was there. Daniel Blair was there. Um, what's the the uh, on floor announcer? Live live announcer. I, his Dan, name is Dan Hubbard. Escaping me. Yes, he was there. Oh, I spoke there? with him. Oh, he absolutely. Was? I okay. spoke with him in the press box. Uh, so it wasn't a lack of personnel. Uh, it was obviously trying something different. I just I don't think anybody could consider it going to plan. Oh, it was bad. So anyway, I believe they always do that. They try out new announcers at that event. Um, I think that's. I, I was begging but, for West. Yeah, Kane. you might it want was, to bet it a little. It bit. was so bad. I was yeah. begging for West Kane. I was pleading to bring in West Kane. And <laughs> do you know how bad it's got to be for someone to do that? So, um, yeah. Anyways, whatever. I mean, look, it's it's hard. It makes mistakes. I've made mistakes. I've live announced. I've made mistakes. I get it. But this is horrendous. Okay. Uh, okay. Speaking of Geyser, rode pretty well. Um. Yeah, fifth overall. 
JT, I thought he he looked good all day. He had some sketchy moments. He was very fast through the sand. Uh, he was. He was. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see any real hairball moments from him. I didn't. Oh, I didn't practice. So, I didn't practice. But uh, I'll give him credit. I didn't see him on the ground. I didn't see anything no, stupid. No. He made it through healthy. He got a top five overall. So absolutely great job by him. Uh, and yeah, he. I think the Tixie thing is a kind of a black eye on the. Euros coming over and doing Supercross, and holy crap, was that a big crash? Um, mm-hmm. And that kind of was – it was the total MXGP coming over for Supercross stereotype, and you're just like, oh, boy. But uh, but guys are right at the ship, and great yeah. job by him. Yeah, fifth overall. Good job for Tim. Beating Barsha. You know, beating Benny. Yep. So, good job. Um, what do you think, Weege? Geyser. Yeah, so just like it's uh, tempting to read way too much into see and Rulo winning – uh, do we now have to say, look, not only do the MXGP riders dominate uh, motocross the nations, but they're right there. They're right no, they're there not. They got, Geyser was nowhere near Central or Tomac. Or Already Bucci. got Barsha and Plessinger covered. Already got them figured out. Just took them one race. <laughs> Just, so I think, I think oh, we on. know this, where we stand now. Is this MX Jeff? Did we call Netherlands by mistake? <laughs> What do you want to put money on that? There's probably someone writing something that about that right now. No, I would never put money on. No, you're absolutely right. Yes, even though this yeah. this track was, yeah, uh, you know, pretty 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 damn easy for these guys. Yeah. Um, by the way, so Tixier, yeah, came over from France, uh, and he absolutely ate crap. He looked like he was dead. Uh, he was just knocked out cold, and they they wouldn't let him race, probably for good reason. And then our buddy Dean, who I tweeted out, uh, you know, everybody likes Dean. I don't think Dean has one guy in the pits that doesn't really like Dean. Even Barsha, apparently. They're okay now. But wow. uh, uh, Dean dislocated his hip uh, on this little knuckle that they there was a four, three onto a table. The good guys were going all the way over, uh, and there was a little knuckle on this table. Dean caught the knuckle. Um, he had had bike problems earlier in the practice, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Um, but he had at least been trying to get in some laps late in that practice due to missing the early part of it. And uh, yeah, uh, we each, uh, Dean's got another injury, and it's going to be a, a little while till we see him again. Uh, I know. Yes, yes. Uh, that's my feelings, too, right there. I was really encouraged because Dean put um, a long post on Instagram maybe about two weeks ago about uh, essentially admitting that, yes, all those injuries were making it really difficult for him to really not ride scared. And he talked about making breakthroughs, he thought, and finally getting past that. Well, oh, right back in it again. So... That really sucks. Yeah. Plus, I'm assuming he just lost a lot of money because Dean's big on the international off-season circuit, and I'm assuming now he'll miss all those. Yeah. So um, that really sucks. Yeah, bummer, JT, for Dean. Yeah, man, it's you hate to see it happen to anybody like you tweeted, but of all people, Dean, who we've seen just go through injury after injury after injury, and, uh, man, just the circumstances with it. You know, he had a bike difficulty – at the beginning of the practice and with this format, you have to, you got to get a lap time in to get into the race, right? It's your main events placing is, or qualifying is based on your lap time. So that forced him into a situation where he didn't have any time. Like he had to go quickly. He only had a couple minutes left and then, you know, he made a big mistake and man, he's paying a paying a price and looked like he was in a lot of pain. So yeah, it sucks all the way around. Hate to see it. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, hey, Benny Bloss always rides pretty good at this race, JT. He does, and uh, you know he's in a situation where he's looking for a ride. 
that was his final race with, as of now, that was his final race with the Rocky Mountain ATV uh, KTM WPS team. So we'll see how that goes. You know, there are always things that happen and opportunities arise and, and blah, 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 as Forrest uh, made mention of last week. But, um, yeah, it's what do you- it was a good opportunity. And I, I spoke with him and his family quite a bit leading up to the race. And they were they were undecided. They didn't know if they should go race. They didn't know if they should ride the last race for the team because they don't, they're obviously not going to be there. And there were all these scenarios that were taking place, but I feel like all you can do is go out there. You're on a good bike, go make some money, go put your name in the mix again. And you know, they're obviously stressing, but at the same time, it's, it's the middle of October. Right. And, and for a lot of these scenarios, it's still pretty early. So yeah, what what else are you gonna do? Go race yeah. your dirt bike. That's yeah. that's what you do for a living. So what what do you think he's gonna do for twenty twenty? Like, there's literally no rides. Like, what 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 what? I mean, JGR Weeds, you're our JGR expert. It just looks like Savachi and Amart for those guys. That's what it looks like. So oh yeah, I don't think they're opening up any additions. Right, spots. and we'll we'll get to Chad in a second. He's not doing it. But so like, what what can Benny do? Uh, I think there are a few scenarios. Right, it's. Tedder it has an open spot. Um, I think he, they are in contact with a few riders, but Benny is certainly in that mix to be on a, a Team Tedder KTM. Uh, I think, obviously, they could go buy bikes and go do it themselves, which I think that's a, an option they don't really want to go down. Yeah. That, that's so much work and money to pull off. Oh, right? I, I, I think that's yeah. the worst-case scenario, right? Yeah. And then there's obviously the, the fill-in situations that, um, unfortunately has become kind of a theme in our sport is there's so many injuries that guys are going to need fill-in spots at some point. So I don't think they have any hard answers. In fact, I know they don't have any hard answers sitting here on a Monday. Yeah. Uh, if I had, you know, gun to my head, I would, I would say he ends up at team Tedder on a, on a KTM. By the way, Tedder was set up there yesterday. I just, I, yep. I, I admire that they're all in, they don't have anybody. Dakota has been injured. Hasn't raced all year. They're still setting the 10 up. Yeah. That's, that's strong. Strong look. Yeah. Well, it's a pretty short drive up from California, and yeah, why not? Yeah, just, a, race. just imagine having the, the, so, so much money that you bring your empty truck. Well, and set it they up are a place. monster-supported team, right? Yeah. And that is a the monster race of the year, so sure. Mm, bold. Um, yeah, out of those options, JT, uh, get a ride with Tedder or wait at home and stay sharp with a bike that you bought. Don't build your own program, I think. For, for no, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I, I know. And I'll tell you what I told uh, his dad, Jeff, who is a great guy, by the way, and I've just been trying to give him every bit of insight I can, not that I have all the answers or anything. But the biggest thing he can do to help himself is get good equipment for 2020 and come in healthy and prepared for once. He just has never been able to do that. He's never come in to a Supercross season 100%. It's been small injury, huge injury that has him sitting out half the season. There's just always been something where it's like, yeah, well, we're going to work our way into the season. If, uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's nothing you can do about that, but that's that's step one. Um, Get a good bike and come in healthy. If only we had a connection, Weege, with somebody at Geico to let us know that J-Mart was even racing this thing. Well, as he told you, he his it was uh, Amart's job even to uh, keep it secret. And uh, Amart did his job. Yes, I didn't know anything about this at all. No press release. Nothing. Nothing. Nope. Just an Instagram post. What? Like Thursday? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Hey, I, I, yeah. I haven't raced for a year and a half. I'm gonna, and I don't race 450s, but I'm racing a 450 at Monster Cup. Yeah. 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 Yep. 
Yep. I, he looked pretty good. He went down at the final turn. He went down on the final turn while he was up there. So he ended up finishing eighth overall, but I think he would have had fifth or sixth overall. He had to, like, pick his bike up and get, get you know, I think Geyser took him down or something he was saying. So I thought Jamar looked pretty good. 6'6", 14. I think he would have went 6'6", 6 or 6'6", or whatever, real close to that in all three motos. So good, good to see Jamar back, man. I, I'm, I'm stoked for him. I like Jamar. He's a good dude. And uh, good to see him, like, like we, you know, that's a bad injury. So it was awesome, Weech. See him back. Yeah, I think he rode, you know, it didn't at all look like he was out of sorts, like you would think he would after that much time. And, yeah, more of a 250 guy most of his career. So he's just jumping on a 450, and they mm-hmm. decided real late. Mm-hmm. And he hadn't ridden any kind of racing, let alone to jump into a somewhat supercross-ish scenario. I'm, uh, I'm surprised. That, that was really impressive. I'm surprised that guy going Honda let him do it, to be honest. Like, I'm surprised. Uh, it's, it seems like, I think there's an over-analysis of how this race works. For starters, we had this huge conspiracy theory when Webb decided not to race and Anderson decided not to race. All of a sudden now, after eight solid years of all riders from all energy drinks competing, yeah, yeah. suddenly now yeah. we got this accusation of a boycott. I think the teams are like, yeah, dude, it's Vegas. We can drive there. If you want to do it, right. go ahead. If you don't want to do it, yep. do it. So yep. I don't think people really, the teams right. have a huge opinion either way. Uh, Chad Reed. Yeah. JT came out. CBDs, Honda, CBDMD, Hondas, Chad Reed. Yeah, and honestly, it's kind of what I think is to be expected. You know, he hadn't ridden much. Uh, he rode, what, two weeks, if that. And, you know, just just got a brand new bike, and I'm sure they tested as much as they can. But, yeah, I don't think anyone could say that he was prepared for this race. And, yeah, he no, got what ninth or ninth or tenth overall. Ninth overall, it's fine. Yep. Eight, twelve, yeah, it's, ten. It's fine. Yep. It's fine. No big deal. He had to go to the LCQ, which I'm sure he wasn't thrilled about. J- JT, JT's that dog in the in the burning room with a meme. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, what? But what do you expect? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you don't was... ride. You have a brand new bike that you haven't. You have no time on, and then right. you make this Herculean effort of driving everything out there and all this stuff like that's, uh, that's what's going to happen. I he's, he's our buddy, Johnny O who is the suspension guy at, at JGR uh, left JGR started his own company called art of war. And I'm sure you guys heard this joke. It's appropriate. And he used Chad, Chad used Johnny's suspension services for this race. And uh, it was a joke I heard from a few different people that it's appropriate because Chad's been at war with his suspension, his whole career. <laughs> So it's appropriate, appropriate that he chose the art of war for suspension. So, um, you guys heard that or no? I'm was that was that, was that a fresh did. one? Was that a freshie? I, that was good. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, I was I was glad it went as well as it did. I actually happened to uh, watch the race uh, with Johnny at Johnny's house Saturday <laughs> night. Oh. Um, but he's he's Johnny himself is in a good position. He was trying to explain. He had some family members there and stuff who aren't as much into the racing as us. Johnny has not, did not ever miss a race that JGR competed in since the day they started racing. So I think that's 12 seasons, mm-hmm. every single race, indoors and out, et cetera, et cetera. And even though he did have his sticker on Chad's forks, and honestly, if you're the suspension guy for Chad, oh, <laughs> look out. Uh, he kept saying, wow, it's so weird to me. Like, I remember what it's like to be in that semi, and this, whatever race you're rolling to the starting line is so important. It's so, so life and death important. We've got to get a result in this race coming up in five minutes. And he couldn't believe it. It was like to just sit there and just watch it on TV and not really, Yeah. hey, whatever happens, happens. Yeah, yeah, Steve, yeah. you probably went through this. Oh, I did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 The 
it, th- when you're a mechanic or a suspension guy, whatever, right? Yep. Everything matters. Yep. Um, yeah, it's very strange so, to sit in the stands when I first became out of mechanicing and just sit there in the stands. Very strange. Yeah. Right. So the Chad thing, that's not going to make or break him. I, you know, I wasn't well, stressing on it too much. Let me ask uh, you guys. Let me ask yeah. you this. So yeah. I don't agree with this, but I talked to somebody in the pits that told me, why is he doing this? This is just like, Chad? yeah, this is just shitting on like his legacy. This is just hurting his, his image, his brand, his, you know, his Mount Rushmore of Supercross, whatever he's on. Do you guys agree? Well, there's a fork in the road here. Uh, he's going to make money by racing the off-season races. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Whatever he's he doing. I know he's doing New Zealand and Australia. I think he's doing Paris, Paris too, he's doing right? Paris, yeah. So he's got to go. That, that's going to be a significant payday. Uh, so you can't make that argument right now. Why is he doing this? He's going to make a lot of money. As far as if he wants to put his own program together and race 17 rounds again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that now you can start having that discussion. I don't think it matters. I, yeah. I think it's always better to have the guys out there than not out there. Um, but you cannot fault him for going to the next two months worth of races because he's going to get paid a lot of money. JT, any you agree with that? Do you? The only thing I would say is that the, the younger fans, maybe yes, because they probably remember the legend of Chadry, but they didn't see the races. And now they just see, you know, him at 37 doing what he's doing. You know, not bad. And obviously he's still capable at times. Like his podium at Detroit was great. Like what a great night for him. But then there's other nights where it's really difficult. The older fans, I I think we all have the perspective of like, hey, he's 37 years old. When he was in his prime, he was one of the best ever. And if he wants to still do it, and and don't kid yourself, he's still making a lot of money going racing. You know, I kind of chuckled. I read and hear people say, well, he rode for free last year. Yeah, kind of. I mean, he rode for free like JGR wasn't paying him, but there are plenty of people paying him. Yeah, so we don't need to go fund me for him. No, he's not racing for free. You know, that's such a misnomer, and right. I, it's, it doesn't matter, but I think they're, it's kind of silly when people say that. He's just out there for the love of the sport. Well, he's out there for the love of sport. I don't know if anybody said that. Did people say that? Oh, of course. Yeah, you I have mean, message boards and Twitter and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, just definitely- like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's out there for the love of the sport and several hundred thousand dollars <laughs> right. minimum. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, But having said all that, I think it's great for him to be out there. We need all the stars of the sport we can. Yeah. And if he's okay, if he's okay with his results and not being the Chad Reed from like 2008, was, yeah. why am I going to complain he, about it? He was fine after the race. I went and talked to you. Yeah, chat, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, like, he was chatty, if he, he was can happy. handle it. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. If yep. his ego can handle the position he's in and, and – battling wow. for podiums is a great night and whatever, then I certainly don't have a problem I mean, with it. We, we did see a Tapia Reed battle in the LCQ. Yeah, that's and that's I'm very surprised that he can handle that and just keep on going. Like I think that's just the stubbornness that we all know because we know him, that is Chad Reed, that he's just gonna keep on keep on beating his head against the wall to do this. But it's like every time he has a night like Detroit where he finds his way on the podium, he just yeah. reinforces that he yeah. can do it again and and that buys him another season of like yeah i can do this we 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 always see him tapia rebattles and we saw another one so <laughs> yeah i i did enjoy you were tweeting about that and i think the only fear of him looking really really bad is if he gets to the point where making mains is consistently barely happening and then eventually if you're in the lcq every week you're not oh. going to make it one time uh, so he's in a tough spot because honestly i think the first thing to go is the balls to the walls one lap qualifying speed Chad 
already that wasn't even in his prime. He was a better racer than qualifier. So we don't have semis anymore either. So it's going to get harder and harder. If he, To me, if you're at the point where even making the main is getting tough, that's difficult. But he's not quite at that point yet, I don't believe. I don't think making mains is a problem. Yeah. I think as long as he's making mains, no problem. He's not tarnishing right. his legacy. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, Michael Lessie won the LCQ on a two-stroke. He made history. He made history. Oh, yes. Nobody knows what history. We think it was a 252 stroke into the MEC. Or is it two? Uh, does anybody, did anybody ever try to ride a two stroke at an MEC, though? Yeah, that's the thing. They're saying, I guess, first two stroke to ever make it, but I don't know if anyone did ever anybody ever try? Did anybody ever try? I just, I, I don't know. I'm making history right now because I'm doing a podcast at 11 a.m. on a Monday morning. <laughs> so I'm making history. I mean, good for Mike, like whatever. But I just, I don't understand this. This Tony tweeted, tweet, Tony Instagrammed it. Mike said it on the on the inter, on the announcing. I, I don't, I don't know. But they made history, everybody. So, um, what? Oh, hey, Jerry, Jerry looked good. Chad broke his finger though. Chad hit him so hard he broke his finger. So that's why Jerry didn't race the last two mains. Um, AP not good. Crashed out in the first one. And I don't know if that affected him for the next two, but. We didn't see anything from AP to make us think Anaheim won stuff, right? Um, Chiz beat Chiz Ray, which happens all the time, and still happening. Little Chiz barely rode. So, um, anything else, boys, from that one from the four fifty class? A Ray somehow stalled his bike like three feet out of the gate. I'm not sure how you do that, but he yep. did it. Yeah, he did it. Yep. Um, Starling rode well, eleventh. Yeah. Bowers tenth. Um, yeah, anybody. Anything else off 450 class wise? I don't think so. No. Nope. Um, Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by uh, Alpine Stars on Maxis. Thanks to flyracing.com for uh, making it happen. The coral gear is out now. It's light hydrogen, right, JT? It's light hydrogen line? It is. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So light yep. hydrogen line, coral gear. Go to your dealer. They might even be sold out by now, everybody. But go ahead and ask. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. All right. Damn it, JT. I'm trying to get the hype going. Well, that's a, doing a disservice to all the dealers out there. So yeah, but when you say, but you it. should have said, yeah, get it soon. Few sets. You're trying to create some urgency, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 fine. Just, okay, right. yeah, just go buy it. Okay, go buy it. All right, uh, and uh, thanks to Race Tech as well. Uh, Pulp nineteen code to save. Get your motor work done. Get some suspension work done from the folks at Race Tech. And uh, great company, great guys. So uh, they support a lot of racers out there. So thanks to Race Tech there. Helped out Jerry out there on the uh, on the 450. I can't believe neither one of you wanted to comment on Jerry Robin hype. You kept saying uh, it all day at the race. Yeah. And I was just I just rolled my eyes every single time you said it at the race as well. Yeah. Well, Jerry was back. And on a 450. That's great. Yeah. We're all happy for all him. Right. He won the LCQ. Great ride. All right. Okay. No, he didn't. No, Mike won it. Oh, no. no Jerry oh, rode okay, right into the top right. 18. Jerry, you're right. You're Jerry you're rode you're right you're into the top 18. Please don't shit on his legacy. Please. Um, okay. <laughs> Jerry's uh, legacy. Jerry's legacy. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, we're, Racer X is currently running a promo for nine lucky people who subscribe or renew their subscription to Racer X. They'll be entered to win a signed RC retro poster. Picking the winners on October 21st. Oh, that's today. Okay, so this is my little late on this. But uh, subscribe now, racerxonline.com slash giveaway. Uh, so please check that out. I believe the backside of the Ricky Carmichael Pontiac poster, uh, and there's a good feature story written by uh, BJ Smith on that, is a, is a dogger poster. So 
I'm more happy about the Dogger poster, to be honest. But What a great job that BJ did getting Dogger into the Hall of Fame. He did. Yeah. BJ Smith getting it done. The campaign, he launched it, he started it. It's practically his baby. He's probably as proud as Dogger. I asked Alex Ray what happened when he stalled out of the gate, and he said, bro, I don't know what happened there. So, all right, so that's, that's the update <laughs> it, from Alex. It always, it always cracks me up when you're holding a bike wide open in second gear and somehow you stall it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, by the way, on some silly season stuff, like uh, we just like – so we think – so, okay, silly season stuff. It looks like bet heavily on Chad doing exactly what he told me he would do on that podcast he did when he was up here in Vegas, uh, showing up at Anaheim 1 on a Honda to get his 250th start. And then parking it, right? We all because yeah. he, yeah, he's not I heard that. right, yeah. so he's not getting anything. Yes. Uh, and then we can we say Savachi and Amart is looking good for JGR. We we believe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think there's more of a chance that that will happen than won't. But, right. Uh, okay. All right. All, all I hear is every week like, oh no, it's not as stressful as it was, and I'm like, oh, so they're good to go? No, no, not good to go, but less stressful. So I don't know how you interpret that. Um. Okay. All right. Um. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the uh, amateur all-stars. Uh, I, I saw Jet Lawrence this summer uh, run top 10 at Nationals, um, and then he raced an amateur all-star race with other guys that, you know, probably, you know, just go to school and stuff. So Jet Lawrence won that. So good job on your Geico Rockstar or Geico uh, Rocket Ship uh, TR2F250 that you race pro nationals with earlier so great work jet lawrence i guess you rode the amateur all-stars and you won great great work as you can tell i'm being sarcastic here a little bit uh yeah i don't know man you i, I can't even i feel like we need to have factcheck.org get on when you start going on your amateur rants because you're you're like playing whack-a-mole with the different i i, I can't scenarios. yeah because there's so many things that are jacked up i'm just whacking the moles i just I can't keep up wait a minute Wait a minute. What? Just want to let you guys know we are starting our 2020 Racer X calendar promo oh. on Monday, October 21st. All right. Subscribe now to Racer X. You get a calendar, and you even get a second one to give to someone else. Listen. Go to racerxonline.com slash subscribe. Seriously, you, you, you jerk offs that are listening to this. I write feature stories in, in the magazine, and I put a lot of work in there, and I call people, and I write these interesting, to me anyways, feature stories. And I will never put them on the web. They will never go on Pulp MX or anything. Please subscribe. Please read, read, read my stories. Okay. Yeah, same here. The stories that I write for the mag—that's the hardest job that I yes. get. Four hours of live TV, cake. Yeah. Magazine feature story, difficult. Yeah. Help us, please. Please read them. Please subscribe. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I beg you. And get a calendar. And, and, and get a calendar and get dogger dogger poster. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So, yeah, good job, uh, Jet Lawrence. I mean, he look, I like Jet Lawrence. I was talking to his parents afterwards, and I was shitting on the whole format, and then I realized they were Jet Lawrence's parents. So that uh. did, that didn't go really well. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't awesome. I kind of put the Ultimate Ge- backfire. I put the Geico shirts and the Australian accents together uh, 10 minutes into me ranting and raving about what a stupid fucking race that was. So, yeah. But, no, I like Jet. Jet's awesome. He was referring to Hunter as his sister. He was eating a donut on a podium. This kid's awesome. Oh, yeah. He's a good dude. He's funny. Nothing against him. I just the whole idea. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. But whatever. Jalik Swole got second. 
Uh, no, I don't got second overall, but good work, good work for Jalik. Second saw, in the last race, yeah. Saw him racing the Nationals this summer, so that's that's awesome. Um, you know, I feel for a guy like uh, Talon Zoller is from Illinois, who, who's racing these guys. Uh, um, you know, uh, actually, no, I shouldn't shouldn't say him. I should say I should pick another random guy. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, Tristan Lane. So wait, Tristan Lane right, raced. Hold on, hold on. Oh, Tristan so Lane was. They changed the rule. Go ahead, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead. Tristan Lane. Was like that a t- doesn't make any sense. He How was a top fifteen in guy in a four fifty class, was he not? At a couple races, at a couple races, yeah. And he's in the two fifties, <laughs> amateur all star, getting eleventh. Awesome. He did not race any actual supercrosses, though, did he? Mm-mm. I don't okay, believe so. Right. I don't believe so. All but right. Parker Mashburn um, also raced Red Bud, did really well, got an eighteenth. So. Okay. Yes, they did change the rule. These guys can race three. Uh, nationals and not lose their amateur status. So Swole, Jet Lawrence, Mashburn, Tristan Lane, they did some nationals. They're not ineligible for futures race. But before they had this rule, like two years ago or any previous year, Monster Energy Cup, Steve, name me the random kid from Illinois privateer who was winning this race. Because. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. No, no. I'm not saying they were winning. I'm not saying a random. The, no, what I'm the saying the of the world were winning this race anyway. So what difference does it make? Well, now the gap's even bigger and even harder for the random kid from Illinois because you got guys who race pro nationals. Well, so did Tristan Lane. He's privateer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, him too. Yeah. So hey, I'm just like holy. The privateer sh- getting screwed or the privateer getting helped? I no, I'm just scrolling the results, saying why is Tristan Lane getting 11th? He was 15th in the 450 class at, at WW Ranch or something or at Southway. Got like, got to stay under 40 points. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ridiculous. So stupid. Anyways, good job, Jet Lawrence, Jaleek Swole, Brock Poppy, uh, Ryder Floyd ra- racing Canada. I think got on a podium this year up in Canada. Now he's racing amateur all-star. Oh. So I don't know. Okay. I had never heard of him. I was like, who really? is Ryder Floyd? Yeah. yeah, yeah I had not yeah, heard yeah, of Ryder yeah, Floyd. Yeah, yeah. He was leading. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't think I don't think he got a, he got a podium in the – or he won a Canadian arena cross round. That was it. So anyways. But is uh, that okay or is that wrong? No, that's wrong too. No, that's wrong too. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah. All right. I can't keep up. So, neither can I. Neither can I. Uh, anything from the amateur All-Stars, JT, to, to talk about? No, I just am glad no one got seriously hurt. I always am so nervous, especially the Super Minis, which we'll get to. But, oh, man, having having amateurs on the same track as the pro guys in that format is just always scary for me. But. It came off pretty good. Yeah, I feel so I'm like happy the, for that. I feel like the amateur all star race is fine as far as carnage, right? Yeah. But the the super mini, yes. Um Super Mini class was won by uh Evan Ferry. Um he was not the fastest in his practices. It was uh, Chance Hymas, who was a fly guy. Uh JT preferred him to win over Evan, but um what? Chance made a mistake. Uh, in, in, why are you? Why do you say that? You're saying in a you you were joking about it on Saturday, but now you're saying on a public forum on a podcast because I felt like you were you were oh you felt like yes so I, felt, I never said this I never no said you never this. said it no 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 but everybody could tell <laughs> you <laughs> you said it's so brutal you said Hymas is a good guy good family uh, comes from Idaho. Um, yeah, I know, I, but I know nothing was, about the fairy family. He was wearing I have no history he with was the fairy we- family he at was, all. He was wearing uh, the coral gear, and Evan Ferry was not wearing the LE gear. So this is such a terrible so right away, misrepresentation. So right away, terrible. you favor Hymas. So, this is so. We- this is so mathematical. I'm not right saying you hate Evan Ferry. You just favored Hymas over Evan. Ferry. I did not, and, and, and that's Tim all. Tim Ferry's like been one of my best friends for twenty something well, years. Not dude. really. You got to calm, calm down. You had the uh, no, no. You had the uh, you had the incident with the with the. Um, with the rut, 
Yes, in 2001, we had a falling out. You're yeah, right. Right. So, okay. With the rut. <laughs> JT and Curry took a brand new track that Timmy couldn't ride, effed it all up, and, and didn't fix the ruts. And Timmy banished him from the, from the riding facility. Curry came back with his headlights on at night with a shovel and filled the rut in. JT did not. Yeah, I was an hour and 45 minutes away. So, anyway. And I okay. had to fly to Bursley the next morning. Uh, <laughs> where, where's Wes Williams' triatomitis? Where are they with the reality <laughs> with show? With the reality show, right, exactly. Oh, uh, I've been gold. <laughs> um, so, Evan Ferry won. He wasn't the fastest, like I said, in either practice, but good job for Evan. Um, he kind of won JT a little, rather easily a little bit, huh? Like, um, your guy didn't quite, uh, like you say, made a mistake. I, I'm, one, I'm seriously going to lose my mind on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he he did he did yeah. win fairly easily. He got the starts. I mean, yeah. same thing yeah. same yeah. thing Vince did. You know, like right. he was pretty uncontested and he earned it absolutely. But man, did he put himself in the position? Like yeah. he kind of got the start and no did, one was ever really near him. Didn't he seem like in the first sand section he had a couple seconds on everybody by the first uh, you know the first lap? Like right? Like he just was well, gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think there was you know for sure Hymas could have given him a run yeah. and maybe someone else. But when you start first and you're one of the top two fastest people in Hymas is last on the first one. And then, you know, it's fourth or fifth in the second one. Yeah. It's yeah. you're making life easy on yourself. What, what's the deal we with, with Evans rockstar Husky deal. Like this is, this is what, what is the deal with this thing? Uh, what is the deal? Yeah. Like, like how many years do, the terms? Does it take oh, them no into, idea. Oh, okay. I don't know. I teams are big on that. the, uh, <clears throat> using terms like multi-year and such. Right. Uh, so well, Covington know. had a multi-year deal also, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he did. But although I think people are going to bag on maybe the team for that because they're like, oh, they didn't honor the second year of his deal. Uh, I, I I think we owe it to them to ask what the heck happened. Wow. Isn't there just as good a chance that monster or sorry, <laughs> that big air Tom was like, yeah, uh, this Supercross thing. Well, um, hey, guys, I tweeted it this no. morning. I don't care either way. I don't care if the team terminated him or big air Tom said, hey, I want to go back. Can we just can we let us know? Can Can you tell us? That's all. That's that's it. That's just let us know. Either way, it didn't work yes. out, which is clear. But yes. can, can, like literally, it the Rockstar team has come out and announced their riders, and like Big Air Tom, it's like a mob hit. He just disappeared. He's just in a swamp in Jersey. Like no one knows. Yep, concrete shoes. They, they could just say, "Hey, the team has terminated their deal. They've mutually agreed to part their ways." Cool, but literally no updates. Nothing. Yeah, now look, we could be doing our jobs and I could hit some people up, but I have a feeling that whenever you get to topics like this, people get all scared and they're like, oh, I better not say anything. Yeah, we don't Even need to. You could... we... Yeah, it's actually not that shady. No, like, not at all. It didn't work out. Dude. Yeah. No. Not at all. Anyways, uh, no. I don't know anything about Gavin Towers or Miles Gilmore or Noah Viney or Welch or any of these kids. Uh, good job to all of them. Um, Gavin Towers, West Cane Mafia. Okay, great. Yep. Very <laughs> um, excited. I don't, yep. I don't know what to talk about. Does anybody have anything else other than Evan Ferry? And by the way, Weege, I apologize. I was I was in charge of tweeting for Racer X at this race, and I might have got out of hand a little bit with Evan Ferry tweets and all caps and everything. So, well, you got to tell us where you stand with this because on one end, I was thinking that you were probably going to lose your mind about how great it was to have a Ferry great back in the mix. Uh, who? What were the odds? You know, going back ten years ago, that we were going to have a Ferry back in the mix. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you seem to be lamenting the fact that this means you're really effing old. 
So where do you stand? Yeah, no, confusion. I'm all over the place. Okay. I'm all over the place. I don't have a stand. I don't have a I don't have a corner that I'm in. I don't have a guy like JT with with Hymas. I just I don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I Yeah, you never have a guy in any race. Never. I don't, That's not your style. I don't is Evan okay, he he won this race and awesome. He rode well, but he didn't his Loretta results aren't that great, right? But then like Timmy was telling me like it's good to see other people realizing that it's not all about Loretta's, you know, because Evan's done really well at Mammoth and these other races. So, I don't know. Like, uh, well, is, is this just... He also just... was implying that he's, you know, the Supercross skills yeah. um, seem to work a little better for him. It's all relative, but I'd say for a mini rider, this is right. this is Supercross. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe there is something. And if that's the case, good job of uh, scouting. Scouting there, by the way. Because, yeah, if you just watch Loretta's, like, he's okay, but it's not like, give that kid a factory ride. Right. Um, And and honestly, like I I, I tweeted out, too, like, Timmy's supercross skills were always amazing. Sprint speed starts, all of that. Yes, known for that. I mean, absolutely. Right, JT? I mean, if you think about Timmy, it's kind of what you – Evans is just a chip off the old block there, right? (laughs) Yeah, not so much. But I will say – you know, Evan has such a head start because he's always had a supercross track to ride on. You know, yeah. Timmy's yep. Timmy's had a supercross track at his house since 1999. Uh, so that gives him such a, an adv- I don't want to say advantage, but if you're trying to set yourself up for future success, he's got a great paved way to it. I wonder if he got screwed up with some ruts one day at the track. <laughs> uh, I think he's probably going to get a pass on that. No, I'm saying your rut screwed him up one day. Maybe got him kicked him sideways Probably and he did. almost had an accident or something. Your deep rut that you created with Curry. Uh, he was not born yet. Oh. So And and why doesn't Evan get the coral gear? Uh because he was a last minute addition to the Rockstar team and he wore the Rockstar uh fly stuff that we sell that's Rockstar branded. All right. Ah, uh, okay. Does anybody have anything to do? Anybody want to talk about the amateur all stars or or super minis? Did I anything else? Nope. Okay. All right. Um. Anything else on Monster Energy Cup? Speak now, forever. Hold your peace. You know, you sent uh, a text to one of our text threads on Friday, uh-huh. where they honor all the past champions of Monster Energy Cup. They have those big sticky banners in the yeah. press area. Yeah. And that includes, was it 2013 winner? Oh. Stewart? Yeah. Yeah. Just... And, I mean, you said that. And, uh, dude, it's really dawning. Like, yeah, there's going to be very, very few James Stewart references, a- anything. And, I mean, his brother's out there racing and racing well, but James continues to be a, a shadow. So, it's odd. It's, like, really sinking in. It's like, some eventually, someone are going to be like, who is that? That guy who? Oh, he won back then. Don't you Who's ever that say that. Don't you I'm ever? I'm serious, dude. Uh, yeah, it, it will. It will. Um, well, I'm just saying, like did, up until fairly recently, he had not officially retired, but now that page is totally closed. I mean, yeah. JT knew it was going to be closed all along. Yeah, talk about uh, a shot in the yeah. dark that he's JT's still living on. By the way, yeah. nailed what? it. Yeah. Well, you didn't think I? I thought that was pretty ballsy at the time. Um. Yeah. I, anyway, yeah. this is where we're at now, where you occasionally you'll see some whatever. You'll see some thing that RJ did, and it's so old. You're like, yeah, RJ was badass. 
Now you're now it's going to be like that. It's going to be these fleeting. Oh, that reminds me of Stu. He's badass. It's not going to be front and center combo anymore. Just like Marty, it's probably not going to be front and center combo anymore. Maybe there's a chance, but Steve, what are you predicting for RJ? RJ, Marty. He meant Rick Johnson. Oh, my bad. I was I was thinking different RJ. Oh, sorry. No, I just mean what you eventually get to this point yeah. in the past where the conversation is never about you. You're a retired guy, and occasionally get brought up. Every right, once in a right. while. And well, I cannot believe it, but I think we're there with Stu. I have to confirm this with Malcolm, but I thought he said that James is there at the stadium. James was there. Oh. Something about in front of my brother. or uh, so, I, I, J, JT, oh. did you catch that or no? I did not, but okay. maybe he just meant on TV. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. But I, I, Then I started thinking about James being there, and but like no one seeing him, no one ever mentioning him. You know, like how did that work? Does he have a suite and it's just all dark? He's sitting in a, like just, in a just tinted windows. Yeah, yeah. You just, you just can't see him. You know, he's he's in the he's in the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> right, right, right. He's in a drone flying. He's in an ultralight <laughs> playing over the stadium. Like, how do you show up at the Monster Cup if you're James Stewart and nobody sees you and nobody mentions it? So I don't know. I thought he's been doing it for years, man. He's sneaky. Like he goes to some supercrosses and no one ever sees him. No, it's he doesn't. Wait, what? What? I've heard that he's been at some supercrosses over the years. What? No? You're just throwing this at us now? <laughs> yeah, it's, this is like Cindy You're... scoring. This is like Cindy lap scoring. <laughs> I think it's I think it's the same thing as like Pink. Pink is at the races a lot too and no one ever sees her. Well, maybe not now. Actually, that's not even true. Like we've all bumped into Pink at the races. I have not. I have. Yes, You've never have. seen Pink at a supercross. I have not. What? I don't run. I was in a, I was in an elevator with circles her. is Pink. I, no. I've seen Pink at least three times, just randomly like, oh, I guess that's Pink over there. Yeah, yeah, me too, JT. Like in the pits? Yes, in the pits. Yeah. I was in an elevator with her. I was in an elevator in the press box. Well, an elevator, I understand. That's yeah. at a hotel. I'm talking about like at in the pits or something. Yes, yeah. I have. I've yeah. seen her inside the truck, talking to okay. Watson, whatever. Well, inside yep. the truck's a little different. You're in a, She's in her safe space there. I'm talking like... But you don't see James in these trucks. Yeah, where's James? Uh, I don't know. But I have heard like James was at the race or whatever. I've heard that over the really time. from from yeah. n- not from me, but from like people that would know. Uh, yeah, forums, uh, social media, oh. um, TMZ You're using type that as your places. Source. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. This is the I... news I'm reporting. JT. We have Listen, talked about where is Stu for five years, and now you're revealing to us that you've heard he's been at races? So you guys don't think that he's been at a Supercross for the no. last five years? I no. heard he was coming to Houston like two years ago. They're like, he's coming. He's coming to Houston. He's coming to Houston, and then he never showed. He never showed. If, if, I, if, it's only, if I only have to say that he's been at a Supercross in the last five years, I'll take the over on that. Will you text Prater and say, has James been at a Supercross? But I don't know that he would know. Well, have to, somebody's got to give him a pass. He's got to go to Will Call to get a pass. Maybe. I mean, maybe they just get, you know, Red Bull gets him something or who knows. It's James Stewart. He pretty much can just do what he wants. Well, that's what he thought with his TUE also. But wouldn't Daytona <laughs> count in there? Because I, I, would, I would bet he's been to Daytona. Really? I don't know, bro. I, I, I would not. I, I, would, I not. would not. Yeah, I would not either. Huh. All right. <laughs> Maybe go on these forums, JT, and find out. Forums and social media. You're one of the most well-connected guys out there. Not when it comes to James. No one is. 
no I one's connected when it comes to hide dancing. somewhere. Even if he's in the darn truck somewhere, you think someone would be like, dude, you would not believe it. I was in there Can dropping one of- off goggles. I was in there dropping off a protein right. shake. I was in there. Right. I need one of you to text Jordan Bailey and ask us if he has been at any Supercross in the last five years. Okay. Well, I'm going to text even better. I'm texting even better. I'm doing it right now. Go to straight to Mookie. Oh, no, I'm going to I'm going to Roger. Been yep. at Tell him that we're not doing this to like break some sort of news. No, 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 no. Settle an argument. I just want to know yes or no, not when or where. I'm wow. going to say four years. Okay, four years. <laughs> no, it's five. Okay. Uh, I said, "Hey, was James at MEC to Roger?" He said, "Are you being serious?" So, so clearly I heard wrong. Clearly, clearly I heard wrong. I thought Mookie said in front of my brother. And I was like, what? 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 That would have been a way bigger deal if he had said that. So, all right. Ralph and the guys would have been freaking out if he uh, says that in an interview. Right? Well, I, no, I thought yes. it was the live, the live guy. He said it to one of the live guys. Or maybe, you know what? Those well, announcers were so bad. They thought Barsha had 51 right. points. Okay, right. So. Maybe one of the live guys was so off. They thought they, they said they saw it. Or maybe they thought Malcolm was James. Maybe. That, that, maybe. That's yes. very possible that they thought Malcolm was James. And then they I got confused. Stewart in the back of the jersey. Yeah. 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 Hey, James, man, that, that undefeated season was great. And Mookie just rolled with it. So grew your hair. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm still waiting to hear back uh, from the text here. Uh, I guess I probably shouldn't have given his name out as my source. But anyways. Well, well, how about this? We've done it. Stu became an integral part of this podcast once again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But we did it. We, great job, team. We did it. Uh, all right. So should we... Talk about something else. You guys want to talk about something else while we wait for this response? What's Marty going to do? I told Tony. I talked to Tony this weekend. I, I heard Hill. I heard from a source that Hill <laughs> Hill's deal wasn't going to be announced until December because he had to follow the team structure and yep. everything else. And but uh, they already announced it that he was on the team. So I talked to Tony about that. Uh, very happy with Hill. He's all in. Uh, he's very fast and um, everything else. And then I said I would have hired Marty Tony and. Uh, and Tony said, "Yeah, well, he was in the he was in the mix." So I feel like Marty's in a blah spot where you just just uh, stay ready. You're gonna get the call, unfortunately, in our sport, right? Like, yeah, is, is yeah, Mar- it, it's yeah. worked many, many, many times before. I don't feel like uh, I mean, look, it like literally Bogle well, had nothing, and thanks to Benny getting hurt, Bogle all of a sudden now, you know, has a full deal, one heat races. And everything else. So, could that not be Marty in 2020? Yes. And Mitch has given him a 450 to ride, right? So he's. Oh, I don't know be... about that. Has he? Is that is that official? Well, at one point he did, unless he took it away. No, I doubt but he ever took it away. Weeks ago, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, he, he. Yeah, Marty put it on social, even riding it. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that's the plan. Like, here's a bike, stay in shape, keep riding. Right. Yeah. But JT, why couldn't Marty be a be a bogle? Oh, he certainly could be a fill-in, no yeah. doubt. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, mean, the biggest thing is being prepared, like you said. Stay ready. Yeah. Yeah, Bogle is the uh, – that's that's this year's example. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's many yeah, examples, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good for Bogle. Good for Bogle. Right. All right, I'm texting yeah. him again. Uh, we're we talking about anything else before, before I get this answer. 
It, this would be much better if we don't have the answer, just to torture the, <laughs> the listeners. Yeah. I cannot believe JT is just dropping this on us now. Four years, five years talking about this. And well, I'm not dropping like, oh, anything. Yeah. I don't have any hard info for you. I'm just, uh, you know, rumor mills, back alley conversations, you know. Right. We have brought up Stu 40 to 50 times a year, and now you've chosen to bring up the fact that he may have been at a race. I've know. just been basking in the glow of my never racing again prediction. Oh, I see. Yeah, Mic drop. We, Stu is done. Weege, we were talking about an in-depth conversation between the Catanzaro and Clayson colliding at the finish line and who got what and all of this. And then like 10 minutes in the conversation, JT's like, well, my mom was scoring and said this. And yeah, we're like, we're like, at any point, that would have very been very shitty. relevant info to bring up. I'm just waiting for you two blowhards to get, get it all out of your system, and then I'll come in with some information. <laughs> well, you could stop us and be like, hold on, guys. I actually I have some real information, not just you two blowhards. Well, I like to see how far Steve will take it. Right. Well, sorry your guy didn't win the Super Mini class. Sorry. <laughs> your coral your coral LE guy that from Idaho, where you're from, where you live, didn't beat. No, where I'm from is where, where from. Evan Ferry's from, wearing the Fly Rockstar gear. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. Steve, you're not, he's not, Roger Larson, <clears throat> he knows better. He knows you just gave my Texas. source away. What? <laughs> you said you already I said I just it. said Roger. It could have been DeCoster. Oh. It could have <laughs> been DeCoster. <laughs> it could have been DeCoster. It could have been, been James Bond, Roger Moore. None of our been. listeners knew. <laughs> Roger Harvey. It could have been Roger Harvey. Yeah, thank you. See, there was a lot of Rogers it could have been. but we could have been Mr. Rogers. Uh, it is now bl- on the record that he said, are you kidding me? Are you being serious? Now on the rec- are yeah. you being serious? Are you being serious? <laughs> All right, so. All right, everybody. That's it. That, that we're done. Uh, we'll, we'll keep track, maybe, and let you tweet it out. That no, because we. I don't know. Right. Roger, put the burner phone away. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> he, it's the perfect answer because he it gave away nothing. Yeah. Wait, wait. The bubble's coming up. The bubble's coming up. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> hold on. The bubble's coming up. Bubble. All right, let's buy some time. AC, great ride. Good job. Rode like a veteran out there. Are we worried at all that the AC washout tip over? Oh, uh, did, did you hear that in the post race where he was saying he's yeah hurt, that he, was good. I he, put it on Twitter. You you hit him with it. That was good. And he said bitches like you. And he he called me a, yeah, a son of a bitch. Or bitches. Was, <laughs> he called. <laughs> His mind was flooded with people like you. All right, got the answer. <laughs> oh. I'm pretty sure someone would notice him if he showed up at a race. So no. Thank you. All right, that's JT. very non-committal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, JT's forums and social sources are right, I guess. So, back alley conversations. Right. I'm gonna say you just uh, stick with your you just stick with your Cujo, and uh, I'll stick with the facts. I said, can you tell him to come out? Stop it. Preferably Houston. <laughs> JT, you're with me on the Houston rumor. Remember that he was coming. Oh, for that sh- was a hard. That was that a was- significant hard rumor. Yes, but that- we, it also didn't bode well when uh, said Mister Rogers was in Europe for Houston. Oh, was he? Oh, did we? Yes. Did, did, I don't remember that. We we said, how is he going to show up when, when the Mister Rogers is in is in Europe? Yes. Mm. Okay. All right. Um. 
That's it. We're done. Good well. Uh, best wishes to Dean Wilson, by the way. Uh, get well, man. Oh, yeah. uh, really sucks for sure to see that. Uh, and uh, so hopefully he gets back. And Tixier, too. I hope Tixier remembers what country he was in and everything. So that was a hard hit he took. So thanks to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Coral gear, uh, not worn by Evan Ferry, though, is available now to buy. And as well as uh, thanks to the folks at Alpine Stars. Thanks to the folks at Maxis for making this happen. This has been the MEC wrap up. JT Weege, thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Sorbet because that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunis. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart, there's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jump farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days. They're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pitch and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go on.